This is the Douglas Robin Show. Good afternoon, folks. How are you? Douglas Robin's Den of Discussion, episode number 15, Truth Seekers. Writers, artists, people who live a different life. It's not, they're not the run of the mill folks. These are people that want to understand the underpinnings, what makes up the world, what makes up human nature, what makes up politics and governance and all the laws and all the unseen factors, the glue that holds it all together, that holds us together. Steven Spielberg famously said he didn't need to go to a psychiatrist to heal or, or move on from the past. He made movies. And obviously we're not all Steven Spielberg, but there's a truth in that we can work through a lot of our issues, dilemmas, pains through characters. So be it suffering or some great tragedy, we can write characters that can somehow make sense of it. For instance, in life, when someone dies, we, we can't make sense of it. Our brains cannot wrap around it because we want answers. But there's often no answers in life. There's no, there's no conclusion to hold on to. And so in writing, in art, there's a seeking of truth that isn't pursued in most other endeavors. And sometimes this pursuit is challenging, difficult, and upsetting when we turn over a rock and there's something under there we didn't realize was there or would just reminds us of pain. But this is where we can reconcile the past, bring something into the future for healing, redemption, conclusion. Like I said, many things are open-ended and that plagues us. But in the writing, we can give an answer. And so the seekers of truth want to understand why things are the way they are, why I am the way I am. And it's our way of, yes, interpreting the world, but it's through our own lenses of who we are, where we've been, our sensibilities, and putting it back out there as a bridge from the external to the internal. But it's also a bridge from us to others. And I think that's the key part. I want to go over a few things. So there's a way to make sense of the past or redeem the past. For instance, in uh, Stephen King's Carrie, this girl is, it's not so much about the past, but this girl is sort of insulted and ridiculed all the time and then she gets special powers and she gets to find her redemption. There are pains, there are humiliations, 
in general, obviously, she's not going to have these powers and she's going to have pain. But this is a way for her to respond and her power is found there. For instance, in Quentin Tarantino's movie, Inglorious Bastards, it's a way to make sense of World War II, the Nazis, and to create this false reality of these Nazi hunters, Nazi killers. And they do. They even the playing field, if you will. You can champion the past, these past events, with fictionalized ideas, fictionalized characters that brings empowerment to the powerless, empowerment to that pain and suffering, empowerment and a champion now, one who can defeat the pain and suffering. In Paul Theroux's The Mosquito Coast, the father is an arrogant, braggart, brilliant, but also very abusive man. The family finds redemption in his downfall. So it's the same thing with us in the past. Pain, suffering, something didn't go wrong. So of course, it's part of human nature that something's going to go off the tracks and it's going to hurt us. But that hurt, as my wife says in her business, she's a business coach, turns shit into gold. And it's that turning of that pain into something special, unique, that only you can create. So you're fictionalizing truth while seeking truth, while seeking to understand life. And this is what it's all about. There's going to be critics and naysayers and people putting you down. You know, no critic ever won an award. Artists win awards. People who have been knocked down and stand back up win awards. Writers win awards because they shine a light on some part of the past, some part that isn't seen, some evidence that makes us all human and we all connect to it. Why does everybody love the story of Rocky? He's just nobody. He's, he doesn't have any friends. He's lonely. He's got friggin' pet turtles. And all he cares about is being noticed, being seen, that he's not just some bum. And this is something we all, I think, identify with. We all, we don't necessarily need to be the biggest writers, stars, etc., but we all want to be seen. That pain wants to be seen. That trapped love and energy and purpose wants to be seen. Like I said, I'm going to be talking in general about writing, but there are parts that I'm also going to be discussing. That's the pursuit of the human being within us, that broader self, that powerful self that's often stymied. I used to see myself because I was in a lot of pain and couldn't get out of my own way as like a car, you know, maybe a, a sports car even that had a great engine radio all that great you know seats leather seats but the car the car had a, a hole in one of its tires a small pinhole a pinhole in a tire is going to stop that whole operation and that's what it was i kept bleeding belief bleeding the energy out of myself and pain was doing that 
not believing that there was something better holding on to these negatives. I'm worthless. Don't have that, that I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be good enough. You know, when you compare yourself to where you want to be, this Herculean idea of, I want to be on this mountaintop with all the success. Well, where you are, comparing to there, you can't. And so it, it's crushing in its scope. That's the danger of putting it out there like that, because it seems like an impossibility. It's like if you're, you start running a little bit, a mile or two a day, and then you want to run a 100-mile marathon, it, it's too impossible. That's why it's the step-by-step process of unfolding, of allowing, of releasing, of, of journaling, of writing all this stuff out that you feel is keeping you stuck. Because that inner critic is the most powerful critic there is. If you can get that inner critic on your side and start saying, no, no, I am worthwhile. No, no, my writing is unique. No, it's not this. No, it's not that. No, and theirs isn't yours either. And this is where championing that past, championing those places, those stuck, poisoned places, make all the difference because we are truth seekers here. Writers and artists are truth seekers. We see the world, might not like the world. We see the self, might not like the self, but we want to make sense of it all. And frankly, we want to make something amazing. We want to say, here I am, just like Rocky, want to go the distance, want to be seen. Nobody wants to be unseen and lonely. It's a terrible place to be. Like I said, there will always be critics ready to pounce, knock you down, but most of them are failed writers, and most of them have no skin in the game. And you got to put your blood on the page. you got to put your guts on the page. you got to put your guts in front of you every step you take. And that's where the greatness is. The greatness is, as Goggin says, David Goggins is on the other side of pain. Once you no longer worry about the pain, you are free to write anything you want, be whoever you are, whatever that truth is. And so keep seeking that truth. Keep unraveling it, unwinding it. This is the most important thing we can do is honor that honor ourselves put it on the page this is yours don't be the next michael crichton be the next whoever you are you can learn from michael crichton or whomever you might want to learn from study their their technique their process their plotting you know their 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 character driven you know um storylines whatever it might be their dialogue that's the way you become a better writer but you want to be your writer, you. That's where you sink or swim, truly. That's it, guys. Like I said, I'm your cheerleader. If you want to check me out, DouglasRobbinsAuthor.com. I have a new uh, novella coming out, Gaia's Revenge, about the Earth pushing back from all the, the toxicity and pollution we put into it. Hopefully have it out in the next couple of months. Um, and I am going to continue my uh, little reading series. I hope you guys have enjoyed that a little bit. Um, I'm not sure which story, so it'll be uh, – a surprise to you and to me. So that is it. If you want to follow me again, you can find me on my um, website, douglasrobbinsauthor.com and fill out the little form and you'll, you'll get newsletters and fun stuff from me. So that is it. Have a great day. Keep fighting the good fight. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to The Douglas Robbins Show. To find out more about Douglas and his books, check out douglasrobbinsauthor.com.